Welcome to 104 Days, a Phineas and Ferb companion podcast. Hi, I'm Callie. And I'm her dad. And this is episode 34, The Voyage to the Bottom of Buford. So this is the one where they try to get in a submarine to, to find Buford's fish, which got lost in the ocean. And Dr. D tries to tries to be seen as evil. Because he had been going to the evil shop I don't remember the name of it exactly. And he tripped over something and he fell and a cat accidentally fell into his bag and it was caught on the news. And so everybody thought that he was uh, he was being good again. In fact, the fact that that's all it took for Major Monogram to say, looks like he's defecting to the good side. They're very question. trusting and believing. I have a question. Okay. If cats can land on their feet, why do people need to save them from trees? Because sometimes cats get up and... And walk it off. They don't. They get up in the tree and don't know how to get back down. And if they were to fall from high up, even if you land on your feet, you're going to break something. So they may sometimes need to be rescued. So the way Dr. Dufenschmidt was going to make everyone forget about this was from the innator, the media eraser. Right, because you're just going to erase all media, whatever it's shot at in the tri-state area. You would expect that the thing would erase Candace's um, camera, <laughs> but no. Yeah, she protects it all the way until she gets to her house, and then a sudden... It, that she celebrates, but never celebrate. Like, if you're trying to, let's say, you just got away with stealing something, and the police are after you, okay? Uh, okay. <laughs> So you're at your house, you're celebrating, and then the police come out, and now you're arrested. You don't celebrate. You run in your house and lock the doors and close the windows. Or let's say perhaps a more realistic real-life scenario. If you're in a race and you think you're about to win, you don't slow down to a crawl and raise your hands up in the air because then you might end up getting passed. Well, one of the things that the media eracinator shot when it was going out of control... It's the stop sign. Yes, but there was a callback to an earlier episode when it hit a billboard that said Love Handle. Remember Love Handle? You snuck your way right into my heart. Oh, beautiful. That was beautiful. In the formula this time, (laughs) we have a six is all. Most of the stuff in the... Phineas and Ferb, half of the episode was missing. They did say, where's Perry? And Ferb did get a line. We'll hear that a little bit later on. The song was a, a nice ballad, a beautiful ballad with lots of sort of ridiculous things about Buford and his goldfish, Biff. Uh, the name of the song was Fish Out of Water. But we have quite a bit more to say about the Buford, which Buford really was the star of this episode. And most of our top threes have to do with Buford. My number three is when Buford says, I'm sweating through my eyes. I've heard that phrase from Gumball, um, The Amazing World of Gumball. Yeah. Maybe they stole it from this. (gasps) Or maybe that's a reference to something else, and I don't know that reference. If you know that reference, stay tuned to the end of the episode, and then we will give you a way that you can contact us. Stay tuned. So uh, he said that a couple times, and then when Isabella asked if he was sweating through his eyes, he says, No, I'm crying. No, I'm crying. My number three does not have to do with Buford. 
It is when Perry goes to give the welcome basket to Dr. Doofenshmirtz, finds out that he's not actually trying to be good, and instead he's just, you know, trying, he's just fretting about the fact that his fraternity, Omega, 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 and he finally rolls his eyes and realizes there's nothing for him to do here, checks his watch, and takes off. Of course, Dr. D traps him, but Perry getting fed up with Dr. Doofenshmirtz not actually being actively evil was pretty funny. My number three. My number two is when Buford finds Biff by swimming with dolphins, which dolphins are adorable, by the way. And You know, Ferb says, can communicate with dolphins. Did you see how he was doing that? He just held up a picture of a goldfish. And pointed at it. <laughs> He's like, you see that? That's probably my number four. It's communicating with cavemen. But he wasn't saying anything. He just held up a picture. And you owe me a dollar. For your reference to the Tri- Why? For your reference to Tristone area. That wasn't even a reference. Wasn't it? No. What was it a reference to? Cavemen. Isn't that the Tristone area? Okay, fine. Okay. Okay. Go ahead with what you were saying. Go ahead. And then he says, Buford loves Biff. Like a little baby talk. And that segues nicely into my number two, which is just generally Buford in this episode. Um, Callie's mentioned a couple of his good lines and the best one coming up as her number one. But I'll mention just a couple other quick moments with Buford acting non-bullyish. In this episode, I mean, the fact that he uh, he named his goldfish Biff, that is not a very goldfishy type name. There's the part where he's telling this long-winded story about his history with Biff, how they wanted to go swimming. He put him in his own little life preserver, and he's like, after a while, I couldn't hear him anymore. Is that your impression of him? Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Spot on! Was it not good? No, it was fine. It was fine. Oh, okay. Well, I feel like that was It just good. felt like it sounded Russian. Anymore. No, that's not Russian. That's my Russian accent. And then the other one other point was when he went up to Ferb in the submarine. He's like, how about a hug? And Ferb just holds up his hand. Like, nope. Stay back. <laughs> but of course, the best line that Buford had was why he named his fish the way he did. Which Callie? is my number one. Yes. My number one is what... He says, I named him Biff after my mother. <laughs> your you your mother parents does... have to have to hate you to name to name your Biff. If you're a girl. Yes. But his mom is in the show later on, right? Yeah. Is she named Biff? No, she's named Buford's mom. Oh, well, that's that's how you get away with that one. My number one, uh, we learned that Biff we learned that Buford <laughs> is afraid of the only other thing he's afraid of is giant squids and then of course a giant squid attacks and Phineas says a giant squid what are the odds and Baljeet's response is my money's on the squid and and Isabella says cut me off a slice of that action I didn't get it I like it because it's it's just kind of turning on he says what are the odds and usually when someone's like, what are the odds? It's like a rhetorical question. Like, what are the chances? The same thing. What are the chances that could happen? It just means, wow, what an unlikely situation. 
But of course, what are the odds has a literal meaning in a gambling context, and that's what Baljeet and Isabella went on to discuss. And that's why it was funny. Um, the rhetorical question is what I was laughing at, because one time I was watching Lilo and Stitch, the other movie, you know, like, but I was watching it, and the, and the evil little bunny rabbit, or whatever it was, gerbil, had to keep explaining to what's-his-face that a rhetorical question was an answer, there's a question that didn't need to be answered. And he kept saying, that's a rhetorical question! And that's why I thought that, uh, the, yeah. So it was educational. Yes. Good. Well, that's the end of our episode here. That's all we had to say about this one. Again, like we said before, not really one of our favorites, but uh, good for the Buford and Biff byplay. If someone wants to be able to contact us, Callie, how might they do that? Callieletterdata gmail.com. That's right. Send an email there. And one of my other favorite lines, maybe it was my number five in the episode, was when they remarked, Phineas remarked on how quickly it, they had built the submarine. To which Ferb said, Yes, it usually takes us at least a montage.